Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. We're continuing our mini-series of podcasts that we're looking at things, how we deal with the coronavirus that's going on right now. And we've been looking at these several Old Testament classic stories these past few weeks. This past week, Pastor Mel spoke to us from the classic story of Abraham and Isaac from Genesis chapter 22. And that's what we want to think about today. Uh, Think about all these lessons that we learned from this story that we can apply to our current situation. So Pastor Mel is joining us once again. Say hi, Pastor Mel. (laughs) Hi, hi everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. We just want to use some of the lessons that you brought out on Sunday to make sense of what we're dealing with currently with this virus issue, but really in general, too, because there's a lot we can gain from this. And most of you know the story. We're not going to rehash the story here, but Abraham has was called to sacrifice his son unto the Lord, his one son, his son of promise, the son that he received when he was 100 years old. He's called to sacrifice that son unto the Lord. And here's the first thing that you brought out is that Abraham obeyed in spite of not knowing why, in spite of not understanding God's plan. And maybe I'll even bring this out, in spite of not having an incentive to obey other than pleasing God alone. I uh, told you before, sometimes we have these things we use with our children. I have six children, and so sometimes we use incentives to help them do things we want them to do, like potty training. If you go potty in the potty, we'll give you a piece of candy. You know, if you clean your bedroom, maybe you can go outside later. There's all these incentives to help our children do what we want them to do, and I don't know if that's right or wrong, but in the passage, Abraham doesn't understand why. And there's no incentives God gives him. He doesn't tell him about the ram caught in the thickets beforehand. He just says, Abraham, do what I've called you to do. And I want to know, A, how do we generally apply that? And then B, how do we apply that to the coronavirus pandemic that we're dealing with right now? Any thoughts on that, Pastor Mill? Well, yeah, like I said Sunday, it's overwhelming to me. And I I can't get over this in the story that the story opens in Genesis 22 where, where God says, and we'll talk about that in a minute, that God, God designed this as, as a test, as a learning experience for Abraham. But he said, Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son. And, and again, I said this a couple times and, and more, and you know, I'm a dad, I'm a grandpa, and, and, I, and I'm a husband, and I get all of that. The, the, the unbelievable sacrifice that that is. And, and Abraham was like, okay, that's, that's, that's amazing to me. And I think he trusted God so much yeah. at that part of his life. Now, again, um, if we read up, the, up to this far in Genesis, God, God had taken Abraham through some things already. And so there were uh, some learning curves. There were some lessons that he had already learned. But Abraham loved God that much and trusted God that much that he absolutely could say, okay, and that's astounding to me. I, I want to be that guy. I'm not. I, I, I want to be that guy that just says, absolutely, God, I trust you that much. Okay, okay, I'll do, I'll yeah. do that. And we, we tend to put um, exceptions. We, we tend to put uh, ask for things in the middle of all of that. I'll do this if or whatever. And, 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 but I want to have that kind of faith that, 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 like Abraham said, to say, okay, okay, God, I'll do, I'll, I'll do it. I absolutely trust you that much. Indeed. And what, what about when life or God's plan defies logic. Let's use the coronavirus pandemic right now. This doesn't make any sense to us. We've never been anything like this. We don't get how the world can just stop like this. How how do we obey in the midst of excuse me, in the midst of logic 
sort of being defied. Like when God says, I want you to readjust everything you've thought about, throw your playbook out. Church is going to look different. <clears throat> How do we obey in the midst of like Abraham not understanding? Yeah. Is that okay that we don't understand? Well, I think, I think there's lots of times in life where you don't understand. I think, I think that's where trust has to come in. I, I, I look at, and again, I highlighted this Sunday in the message from 1 Peter 1, where, where Peter writes this, In this you greatly rejoice now for a little while, if need be. For a little while, if need be, you've been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, the re- realness of your faith, much, being much more precious than gold to perishes, though attested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And and I think we need to understand whether it's a COVID nineteen coronavirus or uh, difficulties in our lives or or persecution or just hard times that that in in light of God's plan, in light of God's sovereignty, this is just a little thing. And so it's not going to thwart God's promises. It's not going to change God's plan. It's not going to change God's will. It's it, what God wants from us is the lesson that, that Abraham had to learn, and that is, okay, God, I can trust you that much. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, logic, I like to work with logic. Logic <clears throat> helps me make sense of the world, but a lot of times, you mentioned it in God's Word, we're called to do things that really defy our logic. They don't make sense. We can't compute them. I, sometimes even in scripture, there are things that seem paradoxical to me that I try to reconcile, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And there have been theologians who've been wrestling with them back and sure. forth. You got some on this side, some on this side, standing against the other side. But God's word says it, and even though I can't compute it, the obvious thing yeah. we learn from Abraham is that regardless of that, if God says it, it's right, it's good, it's best, it pleases Him, and someday we will understand. Correct. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, yeah. And again, we mentioned this Sunday too. Not not to just reiterate everything, but it's like, uh, um, you know, we we tend to look at life and that is God lay it all out for me, then I'll trust you. And and it's everybody does this. I do it, and I'm and I'm not, I'm not there yet. Believe me. But it's like if the circumstances are fine, then I get it. Then it tends to make sense. Well, God never asked me. To understand it, God God asked me, like like we talked about, to trust and obey. God God asked me just to just to be obedient, just mm. to go. I'm going to trust you well enough to go, that I'm that I'm going to go, and then and and we'll get back and talk about this a little bit. But then God will provide, knowing that God will provide. So we could have reversed the story if Abraham had already known about the ram caught in the thickets. It makes it easier. But therefore, it's no test then either. Right. It's not a test. It's not, not a test. No. If he knows about the ram caught in the thickets, then it's easy. Right. But it's not a test. Yep. And God wanted to test him, like you said, for Abraham's heart and mind to know primarily where he stood yep. with his faith in God. Number two, Abraham, obviously, this is conjecture, but I mean, this is based on every human being that I've ever known. Abraham had desires and wishes like all of us have. But what's interesting in the passage is as soon as he's called to do something that lines up with God's desires and wishes... He goes with that plan instead. I think that's really challenging for anyone now and today, where we, we want our, our wishes and our desires to line up with God's, not in the sense that <coughs> his plan is always what we're going to go with. We want his plan to meet us halfway so that it's ideal for everybody. So if, I, if my wishes and dreams are met and God gets a little bit of something that he wants, then everybody's happy. But oftentimes, we're called to, to line up with his wishes, his desires, his will, and to let ours go 
to the side, at least yeah. for a time. Yeah, I know. I know. Like in in the Gospel of Luke, and I've talked about it here at church before, and that is, Christ said to somebody, "Follow me," or in some cases, the people said to the Lord, "I will follow you," but let me first go do this. And and we tend to we our goals, our dreams, our plans. I'm I'm that guy, and we think that God is somehow will be pleased if my dreams come true or that that uh, that's that that I'm pleased if God allows my dreams to come true instead yeah. of saying absolute surrender uh, again that trust and obey song we talked about where all on the altar we lay uh, Romans 12 1 and 2 am I willing to be on the altar yeah. and put as a living sacrifice and and be totally surrendered to God and say God okay the best thing for me is your plan, is your will. That's what's best for me. Mm. And in fact, um, I have this on a, this is my life verse. I have it on a plaque in my office. First uh, John 2, 17, the one who does the will of God lives forever. Uh, we do the will of God. That's how our life matters. That is what we're here to do. Not my plan, not my dreams, not my goals. It's, it is the will of God. So salute. Let, yes, sir. Let's, let's do this. That's what we're here to do. Well, I'll be honest, too. The coronavirus kind of threw our desires and wishes off course. Um, nobody's really getting their desires and wishes met completely right now, are we? And we're learning something here, that that's not our God. Our desires, our wishes, our, our dreams are not our God. And if they are our God, that's a really bad God, because look how quickly it can be taken from us. And so Abraham... He was called to go with God's desires and wishes above his own. Now, we're going to talk about this. Abraham was able to receive really good things by trusting God's will. Absolutely. The two were not against one another, but this is where we have to trust in spite of not knowing where the ram is coming, not knowing how coronavirus is going to end, not knowing what our lives are going to look like, not knowing if God is going to satisfy those desires and dreams that I have, at least in the way that I see them. Your story says that. Your testimony says okay. that. You wanted it a certain way. God said, no, that's not best. It's going to go look like this. Mine was the same way. I chased all of these things. God turned me around and said, Todd, you're going the wrong way. And now I'm finding some of those desires fulfilled. Absolutely. But chasing the fulfillment of those desires, I was off course. Right. Chasing God's really will, right. I'm on course. Right. And <clears throat> here's another one. Is God's promises were the backdrop for Abraham's obedience. We know that because he said to Isaac, when Isaac is curious about where's the sacrifice coming from, Isaac clearly doesn't know he is the sacrifice no. up to this point. Abraham was only divulging what he needed to divulge. So Isaac is in the in the dark. <laughs> I know, you can just picture that. I mean, Dad, we got the... We got the wood, we got the knife, we got we got we got the fire. Where's yeah. the lamb? Where's the sacrifice? And so Abraham was like, God will God will provide. And, and they kept going. That's yeah. what's so great about Abraham's response. He says, God will provide, although not knowing how. But the interesting thing about it is he trusted God's promises. That was the backdrop for his trust, his obedience to the Lord, is that God will because he said he would. Yep. Right, that's it. Because he said he would. That's exactly it. That's and that's the same truth that we have today. It's the same thing. God said he would. By yeah. that time, Abraham believed the promises of God and, uh, the, and the word of God. And we, we have the same truth. We have the word of God. You maybe have heard the phrase, take it to the bank. But I like to think that's what Abraham was doing. He was taking God's promises to the bank. He did not see the fulfillment of God's promises, but he trusted that they would be fulfilled. That is a really great 
idea of what trust is. Trust Amen. is not seeing the end, but understanding and believing that it's going to happen according to God's plan. Yep. Isn't that what faith is? It exa- exactly right. That's why he's in the faith chapter yep. in Hebrews 11, along with yep. all the other saints. That's Yeah, that is the reason he's there. It's just because of that faith, that ability to believe God, and God will keep his word. And like you said, this wasn't the first test. Honestly, the reason he had Isaac was a test. He said, I will provide Isaac when you're 100 years old and your wife is 90 years old. And they saw God fulfill that promise. So that was only in the rearview mirror a few years before Before that to go, okay, well, God said I'd have a child. He provided that promise. So I can trust him radically now, trusting that somehow, some way, even though I can't see it, God's promises will stand secure once again. Yep. That is a place we of peace. We need to look back and realize that God has always kept his promises and that uh, and that gives us a confidence to look ahead and, and to live in the present because how, God God's going to keep his word. Yeah. How does that help us now in the coronavirus pandemic? God's promises, right now this may be rattling us. It may be wondering how can we get back on course? How can the church succeed? How can I reach my neighbors anymore? How can... Yeah. How can my children learn in school anymore? How can I do anything normal anymore? How would you apply that to well, the situation? In, in my in my way of thinking, I keep coming back to <laughs> God's purpose or my purpose. God's purposes aren't going to be thwarted. Right now, again, we need to look at this like, okay, it might be my paycheck. It might be my bad circumstances or uh, scarcity or whatever. But the purpose of God, like like His church or like uh, His provision, is gonna is gonna go on. God God keeps eternity in mind, and we look. We are so temporal. We're so now, and I think we need to realize that God's got God's got this. I know it's a cliche, but God God has got this. God's in it, and and let's trust Him. He's He's had a whole lot worse things than than this, and He's handled them. And and uh, we're you know, and and even if not, I mean, I think that's the thing. I mean, your message on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even if not, yeah. even if it gets hard, we're yeah. still going to follow. And that's what God has from us. You read you read the rest of Scripture, and life could get hard. Yeah. We, we still have to trust him. Well, think about the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was stoned. He was dragged through the streets. Yeah, he was, he beat, was shipwrecked. Beaten with rods in jail. He was bit yeah. by a snake. Yeah. The list yeah. goes on and on and on. Bad things happened to Paul, and that didn't thwart God's promises mm-hmm. But it also wasn't comfortable. I, we can't lose sight of both. No. There's two traps on either side, either that God won't keep his promises or that I have to be comfortable. Right. And God says, no, it's not going to be comfortable. You're going to have to pick up your cross. But that never means that my promises will go to the wayside. I will keep them. I will hold Absolutely. you. Yeah. I will keep you secure. And you brought it up. And this is our last point today is that all obedience and willingness begins with a firm trust in the Lord. Okay, so... Abraham was not going to lose Isaac. Now, Abraham didn't know how that would look. He said Isaac was going to be the means through bringing all these inheritance. Right. God had already said that. That's to exactly Abraham. Right. But he was also called to sacrifice Isaac. So how can the two happen at the same time? And this is what's great about Hebrews, the faith chapter. It actually said... Abraham believed that God could raise Isaac from yeah. the dead. Which is amazing. That's another amazing thing about the story is because, uh, you know, that, do- that doesn't happen every day. No, and, and, and it had never real- happened before no, that. To realize that, that he had that much faith in God that, okay, if God, if God said it, we're, uh, you know, we're doing it. And uh, it must be, okay, I, ha- I have to kill him and God's going to bring him back. God's yeah. going to bring him back. 
And and that 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 one uh, comment that he made to his uh, in chapter twenty two, he made to his servants. Okay, you stay here. The lad and I will go and come back. Wow. I mean, you could tell Abraham believed that we're gonna we're yeah. gonna come back from this. Wow. And again, he was he trusted God that much. And by that time, all of his dreams, all of his goals, all of his plans for his life were wrapped up in Isaac, and he was willing to give that to God. Did you ever hear someone maybe slander someone else, and you're thinking in your mind, no, that doesn't sound like them. I've had a couple instances in my life where someone have said, hey, this person said that, or this person did that, and it didn't line up with what I knew about them. I remember a couple instances in my mind where that happened, and it's kind of like what's happening right here, right now, going, well, listen, if you sacrifice Isaac, you're going to lose all of your inheritance. You're going to lose all of the descendants that God promised you. I think Abraham's going, calculating in his mind, going, no, that doesn't sound like my God. Right. That doesn't line with, with who my re- God is. That's a good question. It really is, because he didn't let his mind even go there. Because he trusted God that much, he wasn't let, he wasn't that to say, you know, God's going to change his mind. He didn't do that. Right. He, he he had that much faith, and he didn't even. That's a cool question. Abraham didn't let his mind go there, because he trusted God so much. God is going to keep His yeah. word, Amen. and that drove his life. And you yeah. brought up uh, Proverbs three, five, <laughs> and six, which says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. All your lean heart. not on your own understanding." And there it is. <laughs> comfortable to lean on your own understanding because you like how you steer your own ship. But we steer our ship very badly. And so Proverbs says, no, 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 no. Don't lean on your own understanding. You'll steer that ship wrong. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. He will direct your paths. He knows where to take you. His way is best. His plan is best. It's going to work out. His promises will be kept. And and, uh, that, that, that Proverbs passage, lean not into your own understanding. I mean, humanly, you can't, you can't convince me that Abraham understood this. No. And and there's lots of times in life we don't understand. That's right. But are we willing to trust God in, sp- in spite of that, knowing, that again, that God's got this and that God understands? And the big elephant in the room, of course, <coughs> is the coronavirus pandemic. It defies logic. It doesn't line up with our desires and wishes. It's hard to trust God in the midst of this. Every single thing we mentioned today, there's no incentive to handling the coronavirus. We just have to trust. And once we trust... We're right on the doorstep of obedience and willingness. That's right. Exactly right. But until we trust, we're not there. Right. we got to trust. And once we trust, once we look to God, once we remember who he is, what he's done, obedience and willingness can and will follow. Yeah. But I firmly believe Abraham had to look to his God and say, this yeah. is who he is. This and is I what think, he said. I think that's a key, too, and that is make it as really, really practical for us today. This is, times like this shake our confidence, and we've got to stay close to God so that we hear Him, we listen to Him, we know what He's saying, that, that we're, we're crying out to God too, that we have to stay close to Him so that, if, if, if nothing else, stay close to God. That's where our confidence is. Direct your vision at the Lord. <laughs> he will direct your steps. You will remember His promises. You will stand secure in the midst of the storm. You will find peace even in the midst of the storm. We hope this has been helpful for you today as we just reflect again on that classic story of Abraham and Isaac. I would say as an encouragement to us, let us all trust because God's worthy of that. He's proven to us time and time again. He is faithful. He cannot break his promises. And then therefore, whatever he asks, let us obey. Let us be willing to follow his plan. Amen. And we hope that will be a blessing to you during this time. Thanks for listening. 
Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.